What's going on, Rebels? I'm Alex. Welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. I'm so scared. And hiding under your bed, ready to snatch you at night, it's Cisco Kid. Boogie, 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 boogie. <laughs> We're here. It's been a year. We are back in spooky month the month of spooky talking all things spooky halloween has officially arrived the season is here cisco what do you got going on you plucking candies you picking out costumes for the kiddos what are you up to a little bit of all of that um but i gotta show you guys speaking of spooky check out the label on my beer that i'm drinking this is bad bad radio but ooh, it's a it's a woman and she's got a double-headed lion um hanging off of her shoulders and the name of the beer his dog ate my homework <laughs> it's really good actually Craft um, beer. the only thing better than the taste is the label <laughs> always the labels are really good um <laughs> yeah dude so busy man we've got uh our oldest is doing soccer on saturdays so oh, our, our saturday mornings are just starting uh, for the first time to do a uh, sport Yes, uh, she had done ballet like two years ago, pre-pandemic. And then um, we were going to sign her up for soccer last year, but obviously that didn't happen. So um, we got her in it this year. She's into, I think, we we just finished week three, I think. Um, and we had back-to-back games. So it was Saturday and Sunday this week as opposed to just Saturday. So it's been, uh, it's been a busy time. Um, it's full-on school, full-on everything. Um, she changes her mind like daily on what her costumes are going to be. So <laughs> for Halloween, so we don't know, but, uh, yeah, we're getting in the mood. We're getting in the mood over here. She's, uh, we're going to be doing, a. their school has this like camp out thing and we're going to be doing that. Oh, so fun. it's like a movie and dinner thing. And then you get to camp out in the, under the stars kind of thing. So we're going to be freezing our butts off, uh, in a, in a tent <laughs> this there's weekend. one one guy i know here who's got camping stuff he can loan that's this man up here only camps the in the yeah. lap of luxury i might have to hit you up bro what you need yeah, dog dude. what you need <laughs> <laughs> we might need like warm sleeping bags uh i got two i got okay. two that are good yeah i'm really curious to see how it's gonna go because uh we've never gone camping before she is like in like emphatic like i want to stay out and sleep in the tent and um both my wife and i look at each other and we're gonna be like let's see how long that lasts yeah, <laughs> we'll you, need, yeah. you need a 10 person tent no it's, it's got three rooms like... bro you all have separate <laughs> no. rooms air mattresses it's good to go <laughs> we were contemplating like do we need to bring the the air mattresses but i'm like i don't know if we're gonna be like the only ones with the air mattresses. who gives Maybe a fuck who you cares won't be the only one you will not be not not, not in southern california no man you go to like people bring that shit to fucking cinespia they're like blasting yeah. out whole apartments yeah. to like watch a movie for oh, a night it's like it's true no there's gonna be tables and tea lights and edison bulbs and all kinds of wacky shit you're probably right. Yeah. People are busting out. Yeah, sleeping on the ground sucks. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, I saw Lamb. Oh, that, that's spooky, spooky, spooky enough. And I saw Bond. So I saw Not both. so spooky. Not so spooky. Uh, Lamb's not that spooky. I wouldn't say there's anything scary about Lamb. I not scary, but unsettling. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even go unsettling, but good. <laughs> 
it's weird. Like, don't get me wrong. It's fucking weird, but it is not like, you know, Midsommar or the witch or hereditary where it's like unsettling, like to the point of like almost triggering anxiety. Like no, I didn't really get, to be honest with you, I don't know that I could even pick anything to kind of compare it to. I'm really excited to get your thoughts on it, Cisco. And I think Steve, I actually think you would dig it too. It's, it's a, it's a funky little movie. Uh, very interesting, super cool vibe. I believe it is all in Icelandic. Mm-hmm. It was shot in Iceland. Uh, and it's a wild, it's very Icelandic folklore. I'm sure there's probably a lot of deep connections that I don't even understand because I'm not an expert in Icelandic folklore, but really good stuff. Uh, definitely got me excited for this run of movies we've got coming out here. We've got a a pretty healthy run for the next three, four weeks. We've got uh, Halloween kills. Then we've got uh, Dune and the French dispatch. And then we've got last night in Soho. And then I think we've got Ghostbusters. Like we have a run of movies here for the next couple of weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun, but today I want to talk about something a little different with you boys. Our first spooky month out the gate. I remember we talked about not so spooky movies last time, but I think what would be fun would be for us to open up to a genre we don't normally get into, which is horror movies. So we threw out the assignment for each of us to bring a movie back that truly fucked us up. Scary as shit. The first time we watched it, it was like at least for two, three days. Like you're not really comfortable flipping the lights off because you're like, there's something in this room that I'm going to find out about as soon as I turn these lights off. So with that being said, let's get spooky and let's take it to the movies that scared us shitless. I'm already nervous. I know, know that you're theme in trouble. Song. What's up? I know that theme song. <laughs> All right, Steve. Is it Will Smith? Is it, when was Will Smith coming in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, different one. Different one. That one. This is the original. Uh, listen, I've got a list here that I'll name at the end here real quick. But um, at the end of the day, that first nightmare on Elm Street, I know it's fucking cliche. Um, I was making a list today and I was looking at them and I was like, you know, I personally, Cisco, you know, being a little bit older than I, same, I think we, we were of an age of consciousness, um, at a time in this industry where they were pumping out some fucking scary shit. And the first nightmare on Elm street was one of those movies that I remember laying on like Sunday afternoon, early afternoon, you've mowed the lawn, you've done the chore, whatever. You're laying on the couch before you got to, you know, wind down for school the next day. And there's always that like local, local TV channel that's in the first block of like five to 10 channels. Um, down here, maybe it's KCAL. I don't know. I feel like whenever I go into a sandwich shop on a Sunday at KCAL, they've got random movies playing. And this is... Either that or KCAT probably. Yeah, five. something like that. But it was one of those things where this movie would be on and I would be channel surfing and I would pop on a thing and it was like, Oh my God. And then I would literally for 30 seconds and whatever I saw, whether it was like, uh, what's her name in the bloody bag in high school and then going down the 
the hall, if it was Johnny Depp being sucked into the thing, every time I would turn it on for three seconds, and then I have to like channel surf away real quick. And then I have to wait a couple minutes and be like, go back over there, check it out real quick. Oh, God, got to channel surf away. And it was like playing this weird game with my television like it was the boogeyman while trying to like watch portions of this movie. And then I would be freaked out, wouldn't be able to sleep that night before school. And I'd go like a kid, like I, I mean, I could have been 12 years old too at this point sometimes. And I'd still go running into like my older sister's bedroom and be like, I need to sleep in here tonight because this is not <laughs> happening. You know, and... uh Still to this day, there's something about Freddy Krueger himself that even though now that I'm older, I see the the comedy portion of it as it be as it became. But in that first movie, I mean, it's one of the first things I just purely remember being terrified. That I remember the feel, the feeling of being terrified. So, this is blasphemy, but it's true. My first kind of understanding besides the obvious like i knew who freddy krueger was i knew how he dressed i knew what he did like he attacked you in your dreams i had never seen the movie what i saw first was the rick and morty episode where they fight basically like the rick and morty version of freddy krueger and the whole premise is he's like not today bitch he just can't stop saying bitch (laughs) and it is so fucking funny And I finally said, I got to fucking watch this movie. Now, Sarah does not do scary movies. No, nothing. It doesn't matter. She's not doing them. She doesn't fuck around with scary movies, especially the one that I'm going to bring up. But she really doesn't fuck around with scary movies. And this was one of the ones where I said, I bet you could do it. I bet you could handle this because it's kind of like bombastic. And let's give it a shot. I think it's going to be scary, but really not. It's not going to fuck us up for the night. And we watched it. And I remember fucking loving it. It is such a fun, cool movie, especially if you get away. If like I could see Steve, why as a kid, that movie would just absolutely wreck you because he attacks you in the thing that's already hard to do when you're a kid. It's already hard to go to sleep right. when you're a kid. You're wired up on fucking Jolt Cola and fucking purple bags of Skittles. Like, it's already tough to go to sleep. Now there's a guy that attacks you while you're sleeping? Yeah. Like, so, all right, Steve, let's get into the the irrational fear of this all. Like, were you genuinely worried that Freddy Krueger was going to attack you in your sleep? I don't know if it's that, dude. I I don't know. I mean, it it, it, it back then, yes. But even today, man, like when, there's certain nights where we go late and I wrap up in the garage and I enter my house from you know it's all lit where I'm at now, and then I enter my house and it's pitch black. My wife's asleep. My kids asleep. I can't see shit. And. <laughs> Except I still, I still will eyes. like, I still will get the heebie-jeebies sometimes and freak myself out. And there's sometimes where it's like I gotta like, like I I quick step it sometimes. Oh yeah, dude! I still to this day, I'm a grown ass man, and if I watch a scary movie that really fucks me up, I got a whole way of lighting my way back to the bed so that I'm never in the dark. Like if a if a good scary movie does its job, I am a thirty five year old man afraid to walk through his perfectly safe house, and I will turn on the light to the hallway, then walk back to the TV, turn the TV off, then I will walk to the bedroom and turn the bedroom light on, 
and then I will walk out and turn the hallway <laughs> light on. So I'm always, so there's always, I, my path is always lit. I will never walk in the dark if a scary movie, I totally get scary movie heebie-jeebies still. But I even still, get it in the, day. but I still get it in the ocean. Like I go to the ocean quite often and there, there's jobs, sometimes, bro. sometimes, not always, but there are times where I still, I even get that irrational fear of like, I'm going to get eaten out here. I'm going to, and like, it's the same fear as when you first see Jaws and like, I went in my, my pool and there's no, it, it, it it's impossible, right? But I'm in my pool, it's dark at night and I'm freaked out and I got to swim to the end and get the fuck out. Like it's yeah, that same you're like, feeling. There's a, there's a good chance there's a shark in this pool. I just right. can't see. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What about you, Cisco? I know you don't really mess with horror movies. I don't really either, but we won't get into your film specifically, but do you, did you ever get like that when you were younger? Is that kind of what turned you off to them or you just don't really mm -hmm. dig them? No, the opposite actually. Um, scary movies never really scared me for the most part. So like horror movies in general never really affected me too much um, with the exception of like a few of them. And without mentioning the one that I'll talk about, at the end um when we get to my movie movies like Candyman really fucked with me for some reason mm. well you always are gonna Candyman? have to you're always gonna have to use a bathroom yeah for some reason that one really messed with me um i remember being i think maybe like in seventh or eighth grade and watching the exorcist three at my friend's house at a party mm -hmm. and apparently i've never up. seen exorcist three but it's supposed to have the scariest scene in a movie of all time it's supposed I, to be an exorcist. Personally, theory. I think it's scarier than the first one. Oof. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, I always just enjoyed horror movies. Like I, I really enjoyed all of the, the Nightmare on Elm Streets and the the um, Friday the Thirteenth and Hellraisers. Like I liked watching them. You know, I liked the like the gore and the mm. the all of that kind of stuff i thought was funny they and do well, have a Freddy. style especially those 80s ones like the yeah. music the vibe i don't they fuck have with hellraiser very... well and freddie in particular is a really funny character you know so like he you know as as scary as he can be is like i he's funnier to me and so i always thought like all of his little like quips and stuff before he killed somebody always really made me laugh like um the very first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street that I ever watched was the Dream Warriors. Yeah. So, and I saw that in the theaters before I had ever seen any of the other ones. And I remember thinking, like, you know, obviously it's it graduates. You know, like they get a little funnier each one, and the, and the deaths get a little crazier in each one. And the thing that stands out to me the most from this movie is he reaches through a TV. So they're in like an like a um. A mental hospital for like children right and all of them end up getting fucked with by freddy and so um but the, the one that always stands out to me is like he's in the tv he reaches through the tv and grabs the girl and like pulls her into the tv head first and kills her by like smashing her into the tv and she dies that way and i just remember thinking that was really funny because it was all like psychedelic and all this <laughs> kind of stuff so um I always enjoyed all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I, I tried to watch most of them. Um, after a certain point, I kind of lost interest. I think New Nightmare might have been like, New Nightmare. New Nightmare is the Wes Craven one that's the more like, uh, uh, how should I say, um, meta. I think that was the last thing that I saw. Yeah. Um, 
And then none of them really stand out for the most part. Like I remember the first one, obviously, because it has like the all of the ground laying stuff happening. But um, the rest of them all kind of blend together in my mind. Like I just I don't really remember anything specific. But uh, yeah, I, I I just remember there is something really effed up about uh, somebody who can attack you in your in your dreams, and that and that leads me to like the movies that really freaked me out were ones where like the innocent people had no control. Mm-hmm. And so like later on in life, the movies that scared me were like movies like the ring and grudge or Juan, mm-hmm. right? Because there's, it's all just like a supernatural thing that doesn't have a motive. It's not like something that can be defeated. It's like, you know, in the ring, if you walk into the house or is it the grudge in the grudge, right? If you walk into the house, you're fucked. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. There's no getting out of it. There's no saving yourself. You can't kill the house or the spirit or the curse. You're just done. Blair Witch, I remember really uh, not really scaring me so much until the very end. And then being like, oh, that's like messed up. But uh, stuff like that always kind of made me a little more unsettled. But yeah, I I like the the Nightmare on Street movies for the comedy. What were were the rules in like your guys' house for being a young kid and and watching these kinds of movies was there rules or were you could was it just free reign i mean there was like rules within reason like i couldn't watch friday the 13th when i was like six but like i i think that i mean what i can answer that fairly well when i get to my movie because there was i remember when i specifically said like i would like to rent this scary movie and my dad said, okay. <laughs> he was like, all right, big man, let's see what you got. I think for me, my parents never, the only movie that my dad was like, you can't watch that till you're older is Pulp Fiction. Cause I was eight when that came out and I really wanted to see it because I wanted to watch all the movies. And my dad's like, bud, you're not watching Pulp Fiction, not until you're 16. And then I remember the day I, I think I've even told this on the podcast, the day I turned 16, I said, dad, I want to rent Pulp Fiction for my birthday. And he said, okay, we went to Blockbuster, we rented it and it started. And my dad said, maybe when you're 18, (laughs) he got up and walked away. He was like, I can't do it. I can't watch this with you. It's just, I don't know why. And then it was, you know what it was? It was kill bill was the first Tarantino that he was able to get through with me. And he was like, all right, if we can do that, you can do Pulp Fiction. You should watch Pulp Fiction tonight. And I remember that was like mind blowing. But for me, my parents were not really like, you can't watch this. You can't watch that. They would just not watch it with me. They would just like throw it on the VCR in like the back game room or whatever. Or I would watch a movie in my parents' bedroom while they watch something out on the front TV. Like I could kind of, I had free reign. What about you, Cisco? Uh, sort of similar. My parents weren't super strict when it came to that kind of stuff. Um, but we would oftentimes, like, especially during the summer, just ride our bikes to Blockbuster or to the video store, and they pretty much just let you rent whatever you want. Yeah. So uh, if you have like a relationship with them, I remember being, you know, under eighteen and or even under sixteen, and then being just like, whatever, you can rent whatever you want. And uh, and then at the same time. My neighbors, my cross street neighbors had black boxes. And so we would just watch everything over at their house. Anyway, we, you know, we, I'd watch like every like crazy eighties, like sticky 
murder horror thing, we watched them just because there was some like we loved Reanimator. You know, we watched that kind of stuff. We watched like this one that I always remember and no, like sometimes I even think like did it even exist because no one ever remembers it. Was this movie called Killer Workout where like this murderer is stalking stalking this like gym and just killing everybody and uh it's super dumb but it's <laughs> it had all like crazy funny deaths and stuff and so um there wasn't anything really preventing us other than the fact that my my brother my younger brother didn't would really get freaked out by scary movies like i remember mm. being us being him being really young and us taking a trip and we were in a hotel and we were watching the blob the like black and white like 50s og blob, right? blob not new yeah. blob yeah no not in color and him being so terrified that like he wouldn't take a bath because there's a scene where like the blob comes through the bath yep and, and like if to this day we we joke about it and by his fear of the blob and to this day he still like doesn't like scary movies because they freak him out too much um and so we yeah. wouldn't really do that as much i would do it with my friends and then as i got older we i would rent them for myself just to like watch them but um my parents were pretty cool about it for the most part. Yeah, we were a sleepover, one comedy, one horror kind of group of friends. So we would usually like start the sleepover off. This is like in middle school with like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, right? Everybody kind of warms up. You have fun. And then like someone goes, you guys want to watch Scream? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then we would watch Scream, and then everybody would be like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" While well, everyone was going, it was like, like had like a silly quality to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was, uh, I, I'm like you, Cisco. I have memories of that, but I don't never really like outwardly sought out horror movie for myself. Like, I have friends who are hardcore into horror movies, and that's just just not me, just not my style. It's what about funny you? when I think about Scream. Do you think of, do you think Scream is a scary movie? Like. I mean, you got to remember, I was like six. No, 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 but it's just in general. Like, that's a slasher like movie. Yeah, I think, I think, I, I don't find slasher movies scary at all. Right, right. Yeah. I just think it when it came out and the beginning of it, the first that first ten or fifteen minutes of that movie is so like off-putting and shocking and like holy shit and like that escalated quickly. <laughs> you know, oh, what yeah. I, mean? I mean, it's graphic for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah, super yeah. graphic, and it's got the violence so. and all of that kind of stuff. And, it, and and it's got an it's got a unique um, structure to it, which I really like. I love Scream personally. Yeah, yeah. I actually, that new like, trailer, that new trailer looks great. I haven't watched it. I gotta watch it, but Ooh, I like. I'm excited. I, I can't remember if we had this conversation, but last year at this time, I watched all of them, mm. one through four. I had never seen four. And I really wanted to watch it. And I really dug for it. I think four is like my second favorite of all of them now. Yeah. For me, it goes one, two, four. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah. Mine is one, four, two. But um, I haven't seen four. I've seen one, two, four three. Four impressed me a whole lot. I had I had no interest in watching it. I was like, eh, I don't really care about it. Whatever. Three was terrible. I don't, I don't care about four. Um, and then I think Steve might have been like, give it a shot. You might dig it. Yeah. And... I did, and I really they get it. enough I, right to be okay, dude. Yeah, honestly, Alex, without ruining it, the like opening scene of four is worth it. Like yeah. worth the watch alone. Like the rest of the movie right. is good, but the opening scene is worth you sitting down and watching the rest of the movie just for that. In my yeah. opinion, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? Fuck it. I might maybe I'll watch that tonight. Yeah. Scream Four is cool. Yeah, there's. I mean, look, I watch it just because, but because. Scream is my franchise after Star Wars and like 
Scream Three is just live action Scooby Doo. Um, oh, straight for up. Sure. That's it's, it's just straight up Scooby Doo. Um, well, okay. So if I watch Scream Four, though, that means I'm gonna have to do my hallway light trick. It won't matter. I'm gonna have to do the scary hallway, all the lights on. So like, where are all the lights on? To go, go to bed. She's like, what are you doing? Be and like, be like, what's your scary movie? Here's what I'll say. There's a reason why this happened, and it's because not only is this movie that I chose the movie that scared the living shit out of me, it also happens to be the first horror movie that my dad allowed me to rent. And I think Steve will play the music here and we will know what it is. It's literally, it's giving me fucking anxiety. (laughs) So this movie scared the shit out of me. If you can't tell by the score, it is the original Exorcist, the Exorcist. To this day, I still think that movie is scary as fuck. It is so fucking scary. And it's not even that it's like, it's all of it, right? It's unsettling. Mm -hmm. It's scary. It, the visuals are just crude enough to where you're like, like the vomit, the head spinning, even the head spinning is like campy. Now the shit that gets me is like the breathing and like those long drawn out conversations with like the little girl and then it'll switch to the demon, the crab walk down the stairs. So my story with this movie is, yeah, I don't fuck with the, I still don't fuck with it. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I won't re. I, I did not rewatch that for this. Like there's no way in hell I'm rewatching it. So I went to Blockbuster and I thought I was being cute. I was probably like eight years old, nine years old. I was like, I want to rent a scary movie. My dad's like, well, if you want to rent a scary movie, you really, you want to want, you should watch the scariest movie of all time. It's like, what's the scariest movie of all time? So it's called The Exorcist. You should watch The Exorcist. This is bad parenting. I'm just throwing in bad fucking parenting. But <laughs> what, should, what, what, I have to ask real quick. Is your brother, is your dad the oldest, the middle, the youngest? He's the second oldest. So he likes to. He, he knows how got, to fuck with younger siblings. He, so he, he just, knows what he's he doing. He was fucking with you. Yeah. Yeah. So he walked around. You're, like, <laughs> you're going to. I'm not. He's like, I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. You're, it's just, it's really scary. Trust me, it's really scary. And I was like, I doubt it. I can handle it. So we rented it. And then here's what my dad said. And he set it up so perfectly. He goes, this movie is so scary that your mother and I will not watch it with you. <laughs> I can't watch this. It's that the ultimate. Like, it's uh, that scary. Yeah. So you can go into our bedroom and you can watch it in the bedroom. And you can come out. If you don't, if you can't finish it, don't worry. We won't. Be, I won't be mad. And if you need to come out, so I launched that fucking thing up and I popped out. And I remember I popped out in like five minutes. I was like, "It's not scary." And he's like, "Oh, good. I'm glad. Nothing had happened yet." <laughs> Tough girl, guy. Some some crazy shit happens. Little girl walks down to the party, pees on the floor. <laughs> she peed. Walk out. Not scary. And then suddenly this little girl starts throwing fucking armoires around, <laughs> starts throwing armoires at people, starts crab walking up the fucking ceiling, starts going all over the place, starts saying, fuck me, Jesus, stabbing herself with it. I was like, what is happening? Like, I ran out and I remember saying to them, I was like, I-, I can't finish this. And they were laughing. They were like out there sipping wine, like watching Survivor. 
They <laughs> thought it was so funny that their kid was having a truly traumatic experience in the other room. And I, I finished it. I got all the way through it. And that movie, I have never been able to get the visuals out of my head. Like it's been so long that I, since I've seen it that I might want to like, I've seen it twice. I watched it once. And then when they reissued it in the theater, I went and saw it. Cause I was like, Hey, I won't scare me with like all those people. And that ho- the whole fucking theater was fucking horrified. Like, what is it about this movie that makes it so fucking scary? Cause I saw Cisco kind of nodding like, yeah, the exorcist is fucking pretty scary. Cisco, what is it about the exorcist for you that makes it so scary? I think it's the like spiritual religious aspect to it. And I yeah. think Linda Blair is great in it. I think that, you know, they also did a really good job with um, at the time the the sort of like effects that they used, you know, like to me, I think the thing that freaks me out the most is the voice. When her yes, voice changes. The voice. Yeah. I don't, that part, I don't, I'm like, that is creepy to me. Like yeah. all the rest of the stuff is like, I, I can't remember if I said this when we were talking about Exorcist earlier when I mentioned Exorcist 3, but um, I saw Exorcist 3 first and then the first Exorcist. So, mm. you know, I mean, it like in my brain, it that the 3 is scarier because of that. Maybe if I had seen it. In what happens order, in 3 again? 3 is the one where he's back. The priest is back. I just know that there's some scary moment in a hospital or something that's supposed to be like, well, yeah, there's another there's a crab walk in it that's fucked up. Yeah, (laughs) but basically, like the spirit of Father Kateris is back. Kateris is that his name? The 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 priest that gets thrown out the window and down the stairs. Yeah, he he throws himself out the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look what she did, your cunting daughter. Yeah. So in in. For people who haven't seen the Steve first Science. Exorcist, spoilers, but um, the the experience. Oh, say so <laughs> in the first Exorcist, two priests team up. One, an older priest who is like experienced in doing exorcisms, a younger priest who has never done it, but like and you know, and, and and is doubting their faith, is right. starting to believe that God is not real. That's very important. Yes, but is like coming along because the older priest is like needs him. So. Long story short, old guy dies. Young priest has to finish the exorcism. He ends up welcoming the the demon into him and then killing himself, quote unquote. But at the end of, uh, or in three, you find out that that spirit goes into another person who's like a serial killer. And he's talking with another um priest i i god i god damn it's been a long time since i watched it but basically like at times he will take on the appearance of the father who killed him himself at the beginning in, in this one so um whatever i shouldn't have spoiled that for for alex because oh probably no 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 it. dude are you kidding me I'm, I'm not even i'm not even doing a bit I will not watch Exorcist. 3. Okay, okay. You, you can't uh, spoil it for me. I will not watch it. I will watch very two, creepy. I will, nothing. Yeah, it's super, super creepy. Um, it's got that that thing in the in the hospital where this old lady does a crazy crab walk on the ceiling and like she's it's fucked up. Um, but uh, I armoires I, being fucking blasted around. Nothing crazy <laughs> like that, but just like really. Um, Tonally, it's very, very weird and, and off-putting. I, I remember yes, there I, being I, an MRI scene 
in The Exorcist that is incredibly unsettling too, where they put her to scan her for an MRI and they're like, she's fine. But mm. like even the MRI scene is fucking scary the way they do it. It's so unsettling. Sorry, Cisco, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, that's it. What about you, Steve? Now, I know you've seen The Exorcist and how do you feel about this one? Uh, this is... <sighs> This movie still creeps me out and and terrifies me. Um, this was definitely one of those movies where it's like, have you seen The Exorcist yet? And it's like, oh, no, but I've heard so much about it. Like, because that's the thing you have to remember is I have such older siblings than I, so like I wasn't allowed to watch this shit. I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies per Patty, right? But because I had older siblings, I clearly was watching this shit at a very young age that I probably shouldn't have. And this is one of those ones that. Like it stresses me out, but I feel like because of scary movie, it's made it easier for me to watch now. Sure. It's like kind of silly. It's like I watch it now and I start thinking of like the scene in, in, in scary movie where they're singing the mystical song around the piano. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> shake your ass, watch yourself. Like, and so is it Linda Blair again in scary movie? It is, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 She also makes yeah. a cameo and scream as one of the reporters reporting on the murder in the beginning of the movie. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah, it's a movie for a long time that really creeped me out. But as I've gotten older, it's easier for me to watch, I think because of scary movie. Um, we've also seen scarier stuff since then. So like, yes, yeah, I mean, I that's the other thing. Yeah. But like, there's something about that movie and, because this is this is totally a different type of scary movie than than Freddy, right? Like, yes. th and and this one, I think the reason why this one is so creepy, whereas like Freddy's creepy because of the visuals, yes, but also the whole like can get you in your sleep thing. But like the Exorcist thing combined with the 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 religious aspect of it all, the whole movie is just such it's so grounded in reality. Yeah, that it's not that's a, it's, what's made it so creepy to where like I think of The Exorcist and I go that is a film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not a the movie. That's a that, film. The horror that sticks with me, and I and I I, I say this with with nose firmly pointed in the air like a pretentious movie snob. Like it, it, for me, and I don't know about you guys, but normally the scary movies that get me are the ones that are a little more grounded, a little more like a tour and like saw whatever like all that like if it's one of those like comes out in october like halloween kills like that's not gonna scare me i can sit through that no problem the ones that get me are your like your exorcist the omen like even hereditary to a point and the other one, and I'll throw this last one out here, and I hope that, I don't think that this is the movie that Cisco will have picked, but the only other movie that did to me what the exorcist did is the conjuring. The first time I saw the conjuring, I was scared out of my fucking mind. I won't watch now. I won't watch insidious or any of that like brand. Cause I'm just like, Nope, it, it works. It scares the shit out of me. Can't do it. Can't it's funny it. that you mentioned hereditary. Cause, uh, I actually really enjoyed that movie. And I love um, that movie, but oof. so my wife doesn't do scary either. Yeah, she just like it's off the table completely for but once a year and it's usually on New Year's Day. 
because on New Year's Eve, we spend the night at her parents' house with her whole family. And then on New Year's Day, we kind of like do cleanup, blah, blah, blah. And then, at the, and then we end up watching movies. And at the end of the day, in the evening, we always end up watching like a scary movie. And Hereditary was one, one year. And I remember being like, this is good. This is like, this is back to what I enjoy about scary movies. And because it's kind of a, you know, you know, it's a slow burn and it takes a while to kind of get there, but it's so creepy along the way. And she's so good. I mean, she's just like, she's incredible. I, uh, why am I, I swear to God, out? I've seen Tony Collette at night. Yeah, dude. I, to- so I know we <laughs> talked about this. We talked about this when we were talking about the Coen brothers about how um, Francis McDormand is like just one of those like ultimate, you know, actresses. And Tony Collette's another one that's just like 100%. Man, she is incredible in all her roles. So, she was so good in that man, and that in the last like thirty minutes of that movie are just fucked up, dude. Like it really fucked up. Oh yeah. So uh, hereditary is like great. walnuts and chocolate cake the same fucking ever again. <laughs> fucking stay away. Now here's a question before we go into our, our our last movie, just because I talked a little bit about how scared I was at a young age. You both are have your parents. You've got. Cisco, you've got two young daughters. Steve, you're about to have a young daughter and a and a second one. Have you announced the sex on the show? I don't want to spoil that. I think I've, going I think I've said I'm having another okay. daughter. So you both have two young daughters. Steve's Steve's youngest daughter is on coming around the bend. At what age would you let them consume like a proper scary movie? Uh, I would let them watch it whenever they wanted to. The fact of the matter is, is that neither one of my daughters is anywhere even close to considering yeah. the idea of anything scary. Like, are, this is a funny story, but my youngest is super into this thing on Netflix called Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. Actually, very good. Um, But like, <laughs> both of them get kind of freaked out by the dinosaurs. But she's so into it. So, um, but she'll be like, spooky, spooky dinosaur, spooky. So, Tony, she's super into like just things that are spooky, spooky. So, um, and then Alana is like, if she sees something scary, she'll be like, turn it off. I don't want to see that. And And just like, (laughs) yeah, peace out. (laughs) But if either one of them were like, hey, I want to watch this scary thing, I'd be like, okay, let's watch it. I'll watch it with you. And if you want to turn it off, we could turn it off. It's cool. Um, You can Mm. revisit it. Dude, there's only been one movie that I can think of. And before we even get into this, this is not the movie that I chose. But there is one movie that literally I turned off about like 10, 15 minutes into the movie because I was was so freaked out that I was like, I'm going to have to revisit this during the day. And it was the ring or maybe the it's either the ring or the grudge you guys have to remind me but it's the very beginning of the movie and a girl opens a closet and she finds her dead friend in the in the closet i think that might be the grudge okay because i i (laughs) yeah no i think that's the grudge because i think i remember the eyes bleeding or some shit yes so when she opens (laughs) the closet and the dead girl is in there the like zoom in on her i was like "Uh uh-uh nope i'm turning this off and i'm gonna watch this during the day because i like to like watch movies in the dark with like at night with every you know like in the full experience if you're gonna do it do it like if you're gonna do it go all the way 
like I play all the scary games. I play like Silent Hill and Resident Evil and like in the dark at midnight, you know. Um, but this one I was like, nah, I'm turning it off and I'm watching it during the day tomorrow. <laughs> and I did and I, and I ended up really liking it. But yeah, dude, um, I'm basically kind of the same mind when it comes to these girls because I'm like, the reality is and like you guys know this. Both of the girls sleep with us and I, they don't sleep alone. <laughs> even right now they're just they're still discovering their bravery That'll yeah come. and they're not even like there's nothing to be scared of they just don't want to be alone they just want yeah. to be with somebody so um you know i i am i'm not one to discourage them from watching something that they want but uh we'll see if they ever get to that level of bravery because their mom is not one to be into scary movies and i i like them so who knows we'll see if they kind of fall somewhere in the middle what about you, Steve? Uh, my kids are probably going to end up seeing them much earlier than than I probably could even predict right now. My wife is the opposite. My wife loves scary movies. My wife loves, like I was talking about in a recent podcast, I can typically see a box art or who's in it and be like, that's a bad low, 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 low budget. They just were able to sell the distribution. There's no need to watch this movie. Uh, and my wife was like, let's watch that. And it's like... And it's usually either disaster, romance, or these fucking, you know, super low, super budget, low like, budget. There's like, a snake horror scare like or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But no, much like disaster films, uh, Amber's way in and it doesn't matter the caliber. She likes the hereditary. She likes the exorcist. She likes the, the auteur level. And she also, and, and everything in between as well as like real bad makes me feel gross. Chopping mall fucking robots chopping bad people shit. up in a so, shopping mall um and you know it's funny I, I i can see it right now you know we we recently did the oogie boogie bash and disneyland and we tried putting that mirror for christmas on uh, a couple weeks ago and um freaked freaked harper out and but now because we did the oogie boogie bash she was like scared or but got into it and then at disneyland was like it, at the grand californian they have a um like a a display of Oogie Boogie that's like technically edible, I guess you could say, but it looks like a statue and it's all lit properly. And every day it was like she would throw a fit because she wanted to stop and see Oogie Boogie. And she would say Oogie Boogie, right? And so now it's like she sees Oogie Boogie and she thinks he's good and she sees Jack Skellington and she's like not so sure about him. So <laughs> yeah. like we're already weirdly kind of training her. Um, and so between that and my wife, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be, uh, you know, She's gonna see it a lot sooner than she probably should. It took Daughter's a lot of while. Throwing armoires at you, dude. Just armoires <laughs> flying around. <laughs> it took a lot of while to get into Nightmare Before Christmas, but she's into it now. And it was the same thing with uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates. She was like not into it for a long time, and now finally she's like kind of into it. The Haunted Mansion still kind of freaked her out the last time we went on it. It was like really like the first time for her. And uh, but pirates she's into, so we'll see. She's she's venturing there. She's getting a little bit older, a little more brave, a little braver. She's she's getting there. So yeah, we'll see. All right, so here we go. I'm curious to see what you picked here, Cisco. Uh, Steve, why don't you hit us with the trailer? This morning, TDRS picked up an automated navigation beacon broadcasting at two-minute intervals in Neptune orbit. Neptune orbit. This is incredible. It's the event horizon. She's come back. The event horizon 
was the culmination of a secret government project to create a spacecraft capable of faster than light flight. The ship doesn't really go faster than light. What it does is it creates a dimensional gateway that allows it to jump instantaneously from one point of the universe to another light years away. Where has she been for the last seven years, Doctor? That's what we're here to find out. After seven years in deep space. There were 18 people on board this ship when it disappeared. I want them all accounted for. Opening outer door. It came back abandoned. Any crew? Negative. This place is a tomb. But it didn't come back. beyond the boundaries of our universe. Who knows where it's been? And what it's brought back with it. What is that? What is it? The ship is reacting to us and the reactions are getting stronger. What are you telling me? That this ship is alive? No. I have such one thing to show you. Oh my god. It knows my secrets. <laughs> Okay. Well, the movie that I chose is Event Horizon. <laughs> oh, shit. So I've never seen this. So enlighten oh, me on the power. <sighs> Event Horizon is um, a sci-fi horror movie um, in every sense of the word. And I don't know how old I was when this movie came out because I don't know exactly. 97. What 97. So I was 20. Um, which means I was a grown ass man when I saw this movie <laughs> and it fucked me up, dude. Anyway, it is a movie that sticks with me to this day. I have like a weird association where I love it. I really like it. And if I see it on like premium cable, I'll watch it. But it, 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 uh, t- it traumatizes me. <laughs> it, um, it has Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne and, Prior to this movie, the my only experience, my exposure to Sam Neill was uh, Jurassic Park. So I had no idea what to expect going into this movie. And him becoming the character that he becomes in this movie right. really threw me for a loop. Um, Alex, you've probably seen Sunshine, right? I have seen Sunshine. It's very similar to Sunshine. It's got a lot of that same kind of motif just prior to it. Empty, um, scary spaceships. Yep, that are haunted in a way. Um, and I think it's really and, important to know that it came at a time when we had aliens was a thing, but alien, we kind of like, I think aliens was being put on a shelf for a few years. And so we didn't really have too much in this this genre to play with. So it's very much that, yeah. So it's sci-fi, but it also deals with like philosophical and spiritual shit too. So it's got kind of the best of both worlds when it comes to scary stuff. Yeah, it does a great pivot. Yes. And without ruining it for you, because I do hope you watch it, Alex, it's got um, 
some very unsettling moments to it. Just like scenes that they're, I wouldn't call them necessarily jump scares because jump scares don't really mess with me, but they just are like, ha, ah, that sends a chill up your spine. What's a fun, this is an interesting genre because I'm a big sci-fi guy, but sci-fi horror is maybe a blind spot in my in my movie lexicon. Uh, I've seen obviously Alien and Aliens, mm -hmm. but I've seen the first Predator. But other than that, like I don't really like. I'm trying to think. There's so many good ones, uh, but yeah, no, I've never seen Event Horizon. If you had asked me, if you'd said, Alex, what's Event Horizon about? I would have been like, Isn't that like a disaster movie? Like I didn't even realize that it was a horror movie. I feel like this. Yeah. I feel like this and a, the Abyss are a good double feature. Oh, the Abyss uh, is like a good palate cleanser after this, dude, because yeah. you feel just so good. Because Event Horizon is going to leave you with like feeling gr like icky yeah. afterwards. Yeah. But the Abyss is like a good like ah oh, uplifted, and I feel good about myself. Mike Backus, there is, baby. There <laughs> is a. Uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe Steve-O knows more about this than I do. I know my buddy Casey knows a lot about this, but there is a lot of urban legends surrounding Event Horizon, the production. And there's oh. like, there's rumors about this like director's cut with like unedited crazy shit that they well, shot. I that wouldn't be surprised because it's the other Paul Anderson. It's, it's, it's what would go on to become our, I believe our, the guy that did all the Resident Evil movies and Alien versus Predator. Yeah, so there's like all this rumor about like all this extra footage and like crazy scary shit that just never made it into the movie. But like, and who knows if it's like lost forever, or if it's like if it's in some archive somewhere. But um, yeah, Event Horizon is is one that like I remember coming home and being like, I don't know if I can sleep with the lights off tonight. <laughs> I might yeah. have to like have my my stereo on all night with like the stereo lights going and uh and like my lava lamp i i will own i had i had an lava lamp a lava lamp next to my bed lava lamp. first of all at the time this came out lava lamps had a huge resurgence my friend oh and lava animals. lamps were in lava I lamps rocked, were the shit i had next to my bed i had a little bedside uh stool and it had a lava lamp on it a blue one and incense nog champa incense all the time always i was burning incense in my room i fucking my shit smelled nice and <laughs> the vibe was good i probably had a uh silk screened fucking bob marley poster on the wall too did you have a drip somewhere. candles no drip candles i didn't really have candles you know what i did have though you didn't have the chianti bottle this? with in the wooden basket with the drip candles no but do you remember those like it was like a bottle, like a like a sort of like weird shape, like squiggly shaped yeah. bottle yeah. filled with water, colored liquid. Yeah. And then oh, they yeah. have like sand and you would shake it up and it would be like all psychedelic. Oh yeah. Had oh yeah. Yeah, had that. <laughs> anyway, Event Horizon. If you haven't seen it, uh, and you like scary movies and you like sci-fi, give it a shot, dude. You might be able to find it somewhere for cheap and you might I think you might like it. So let's as we wrap up this final, Steve, have you seen Event Horizon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, this movie came out during Steve's prime time. Saw every movie in theater situation. Ninety-seven. It was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday matinee. I'm there. All right. Okay. So let's now. Let's. Are there any honorable mentions we want to throw before we wrap up? That are like to the, like. You know, you mentioned Hereditary, Cisco. Uh -huh. uh, I'll throw this out. Not scary. Still fucked me up. Midsummer. Mm. It got me. 
man, I still haven't seen it. I might have to watch that. The, it right, got right me, man. Halloween. It's unsettling. It is an unsettling movie. Really quickly, Event Horizon is on HBO Max. Oh, fuck. Ooh. It's happening this weekend. For sure. That is an Amber movie. All right. Movie. I'll watch it this weekend. Cisco, you got a deal. <laughs> that I'll, is watch. I'll watch it. I'll watch Midsommar. Um, man, honorable mentions. I would have to throw. I think I mentioned Candyman. Candyman, I think, is the original Candyman, I think, is really good. Um, I haven't we'll try seen to get Win yet. on to talk about the remake now that it's out. Maybe we can do that as a spooky interview. I got to watch really that, fun. man, because I, I love that first Candyman, even though like it really fucked me up. Like that, that one really scared oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead, Steve. Oh, I mean, you have to remember, I was kind of talking about it earlier. I think it also has to do with the fact of me being a kid. Like, and I think I may have told this story before. There was a Christmas where my, my grandfather, who lived in Tahoe, sent me a real, like, Bozo the Clown, um, like, Howdy Doody puppet marionette. I don't know what you would call it. And it also happened to coincide with the year that the the It miniseries came out with Tim Curry. Oh, yeah. And, dude, that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. And the Same. fact that I had that fucking thing there. And it just, that fucked me up. The first Chucky, I've told this story before. I was at the drive-ins watching, I think, Home Alone. But behind me was Child's Play. And I was I kept, like, watching the visuals of Child's Play. And then it was, like, my best toy that I loved at that age was my fucking My Buddy doll. And then it so was just, Chucky. that just, like, fucked with me. Poltergeist is still one that gives me the chills and the heebie-jeebies. Um, and then, there, speaking of Sam Neill, I think he's in this. Do you remember In the Mouth of Madness? Mm-mm. Cisco, uh, there. I just remember in the mouth of madness, and then like Lord of Illusions, and in the mouth of madness, he plays like a Stephen King like author that ultimately like I feel like his his uh, uh, the wild shit that happens in his books ends up kind of happening to him, kind of a thing. Um, and then Lord of Illusions is like a Clive Barker who designed like I think Hellraiser and all that. Shit. I remember it's that. One, it's one of those movies. I never it's watched just, it, but I do remember that. Um, those all just really, really uh, mess with me. Um, so I uh, I kind of got like heavy into um, the the like Japanese horror movies. Um, so like Juan and The Grudge, I loved them when they first came out and I liked them better than the American interpretations of it. But there is a, a sort of like a, a collection of three short movies that I really love that came out in the early 2000s, I think called three extremes. And it's got, um, it's got three different short horror uh, thrillers directed by three different directors. And one of them is Takashi Miike. He, he did like, he's done a bunch of stuff. He's done like um, Ichi the killer and audition auditions, another fucked up one. If you want to see like a, a really like unsettling, um, creepy movie. Um, but <laughs> three extremes is really odd and fucked up. And if you can find dumplings anywhere, dumplings is the one. And I forget wh- uh, which director directed dumplings, but dumplings is the one that really like, uh, gives me the just like heebie jeebies. I feel like I've heard of dumplings. I think maybe you have mentioned dumplings to me before. I may have, dude. Dumplings is is pretty fucked up, <laughs> but I I dig it a lot. And that in three extremes in particular has um a sort of really cool um vibe to it, where it kind of like rolls from one movie into the other. Um, 
and they're just very unsettling all three of them so uh yeah if you're ever in the mood for it and you like japanese horror or asian horror movies um three extremes i think is really good yeah i i, I want to say like my horror lex my, my horror language is small because my first experience was the exorcist I don't really fuck with horror movies because as far as I'm concerned, they're all going to scare me like that. But like the conjuring stuck with me, the Blair witch project stuck with me. Uh, movies that didn't scare me that I loved when I was younger was, I know what you did last summer and I know what you did last summer too. I loved those movies. I thought what are you waiting dope. for? What are you waiting for? I remember I liked, I know what you did last summer too. Maybe even more. Cause Jack Black was in it. Yeah, I just really dug those movies. Obviously, I remember watching the first Scream at my cousin Nick's house. Like Nick came through with the uh, with the Scream rental from Blockbuster, and I remember watching this and just being like, "This is so scary," but I kind of like I'm really loving this movie. And then, other than that, it gets a little dicey. Like I don't really have the, you know, I've seen, you know, who loves horror movies, truly loves them is cody our designer he is uh -huh. a horror nut he loves horror movies so every time we hang out he will always be like hey bro you seen chopping mall and i'm like what's chopping mall and he's like <laughs> these robots that kill everybody in a mall in the 80s i'm like oh, okay <laughs> let's give it give it a shot and it's always super campy but has like great music and he's like i got the chopping mall on cassette tape the soundtrack you want to listen to it? I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's just got really cool taste in horror. Uh, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand my horror taste. Uh, like I hadn't seen the shining until like a year and a half ago. And I was like, this movie's incredible. This is actually an incredible movie. It's not just a fun horror movie. So I would encourage yeah. people out there. If you don't watch a lot of horror, you know, don't start with the exorcist. You know, maybe don't start with the three that we've talked about here today, but find one that maybe you could kind of palate, you know, stomach and then give it a shot. Watch it with the lights on. Like you don't need to get like super hardcore, but it is fun to watch with friends with the lights off. Like scary movies are fun to watch that way. hundred percent guys. I'm glad to be in spooky season. It feels good. Got my decorations up. I feel like the holidays are happening. Cisco, if the people want to find you online, depending on how things go tomorrow for you or me, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, why did you have to bring that up? That's the scariest thing of, of all. Um, right now the postseason is scary. <laughs> and I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Cisco kid with two D 77. Steve, where can people find you at home? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, great. You can find me at Alex underscore Baggins on Twitter or at Alex Baggins on Instagram. And we will see you next time on BSR. Laters. What's up guys? I'm here at Pixar. I'm about to go in. 
Uh, start working on a collaboration project with Pixar. Just kidding, man. I don't play that soft little baby shit, man. That's Satan all day, that evil Satan stuff, heavy metal shit, man. I don't fuck around with a little baby shit like that. <laughs>